you've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Well, good morning. It is uh, Sunday, January 10th of 2021. and You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. From the uh, Northern Command Studios in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. It's uh, it's been a troubling week, as we all know. Um, I, I, I trust you and yours are safe and sound, and um, hopefully you are not involved in any of that silliness, which we're going to touch on briefly. You think we're going to touch briefly on the stuff? Yeah, well, you know, we got other important things like That's, football picks and uh, right. uh, other things of that nature. So, you know, we're we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk at all about uh, about a bunch of lunatics trying to overthrow our very uh, our very democracy. No, why would we talk about a, that? A couple of a couple of people crossed over the uh, the velvet lines during a tour of the Capitol. That's my understanding of it. Is that how that happened? That's well, how the and, and that, you know what the best part about it? It was costume day too. It was costume day. <laughs> we, we're going to talk about that too. Uh, uh, we we got in, in all seriousness, kids and kittens. Uh, <clears throat> yes, t- today is uh, today. We're going to talk about the events at the Capitol. We'll uh, in hour two. We'll we'll talk about a little bit. Some of the other things we usually talk about. Uh, we will do football. We're going to do the stock report here in just a moment. Uh, it's un- unlikely that we'll do much of anything else. Uh, we're here. We want to hear from you. John has the phone number. And, of uh, course. As long as you've got the phone plugged in. Phone is plugged in. And, Beautiful. And, and I even brought quarters along in case we need to make an outgoing call. Well, there you go. Ooh, you know, there's some. There's a phone number somewhere. Yeah, yeah I know. Bit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> mm, anyway, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you want to uh, reach us live here on the show, you can also leave a text message on that same very, very same phone number 
You can also tweet us at Taxi Stand Hour. If you're watching us on the stream via Facebook, you may also uh, send a message that way, as many of our friends uh, do. And don't forget to join us on our brand new parlor account. I can't even log into Parlor. It's okay. It's going to be gone in a few hours. I I, I do have a Parlor. I think you do too. As I, do. I do. I do. I do. I have a Parlor account. Uh, it's uh, same as my Twitter account, Shannon uh, Radio TFI. Yeah, but Parlor's going away at midnight tonight. Completely. Well, yeah, they're on the Amazon servers, and and you know what Amazon has said to them. What's that? See ya. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Be a lot of that today. Get ready. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of that today. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's it'll bring up an interesting uh, a secondary topic too that uh, we'll talk about through the um, through the course of the day. I'm not making any promises, but I did float the idea of a little bit of overtime there with my esteemed co-host. Here. Could happen. We'll see how the day. We'll see how the day kind of flows through here um i do have one theme that i do want to touch on here and we're going to touch on that throughout the the show here because a lot of this ties in and in all seriousness here is a question we have to ask are we really on the brink of another civil war and maybe more importantly are we willing to go down that road are we really willing to go down that road because you know all you little puppies that uh, you know think this is some big joke and you know and we're fighting for we're fighting for Trump and uh, you know is it worth you have to ask yourself is it worth it do you really know what war is all about and so we'll be kind of touching that uh, uh, through the course of, of the show here today. Again, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Uh, Ed, let's go ahead and get the uh, the stock ticker out of the way here. Let's, so we can... uh, let's do the... Oh, you know what? I went to the wrong... I went to the wrong... Here we go. And from the Radio TFI stock, uh, blah, blah, blah. Here are the stocks for this week. Stock report. Uber 50 closed at 53.28. Up $2.28. Lyft closed at 47.50. Might down $1.63. And uh, that's going to be about that for this week. Yep, no enthusiasm this week for that. Let's, no, just, let's, let's just roll right on. By the way, uh, just I just want to touch very briefly on what you were just talking about, your overall theme. Uh and we'll get into more of this later as we progress. A civil war? You mean with the gravy seals? Y'all Qaeda? Yeah, Y'all Qaeda. You mean with the people that died because they had a ta- they tasered themselves in the nuts? That's one of the five people that died on Wednesday, kids and kittens. It's one of the insurgents. Had a taser in his pants at his scrotum. Tased himself, had a heart attack, died. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Let's. Exactly. Uh, I do have some audio. And uh, so, what I want to do is we've got a couple of these that happened pre Wednesday. Okay. 
this was leading up some of it is uh this kind of a little bit tells the story as we get there so the first one i want to play is from gabriel sterling and you might recognize him he's the georgia elections official that's been out there basically banging his head against the wall and making it clear that you know there was nothing wrong here everything went fine so we got about a half a minute of him and, and i want to play this because it's very it's very pertinent too again this was leading up this was on monday this was actually before the georgia runoff by the way before we move on congratulations to senators to be warnock and ossoff the two gentlemen that won the uh the senate runoffs in georgia good for them when did you get sworn in do you uh do you know off the top not off a minute of <clears throat> yeah not a minute too soon uh okay uh, can right. you attach a date to that? I me? believe it's the end of this week. The uh, Rassenberger, the Secretary of State down there, has to certify the election, uh, which will happen this week. And then as soon as that happens, they can be sworn in. So uh, they'll be sworn in before Inauguration Day. That is my understanding. Mark Kelly from Arizona has already been sworn in. He got sworn in the other day. Um, okay. So, so let me let me play this from Mr. Sterling down there in Georgia. And again, this was Monday, pre-election, pre-riot. And the reason I'm having to stand here today is because there are people in positions of authority and respect who have said their votes didn't count, and it's not true. And I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to go through all this anti-disinformation Monday. It's 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 black and all again. It is Groundhog Day again. I'm going to get to talk about things that I've talked about repeatedly for two months. But I'm going to do it again one last time, I'm hoping. Because at the end of the day, we want to make sure people understand their votes count. Every person, every voice matters. And I know that there's people who fought for that for years about this. So, uh, yeah, so he's... Anybody with a brain is apparently tired of this. Well, again, that was Monday. That was before we... I think it's all... I don't think you, you I don't I don't want to speculate. So let me move on to the next pre riot audio. And again, I just want to get these lay the base for what we'll be talking about today. This is Hillary Clinton from one of the debates back in two thousand sixteen. This is four years ago, four years and change ago. You know, every time Donald thinks things are not going in his direction, he claims whatever it is, is rigged against him. He lost the Iowa caucus. He lost the Wisconsin primary. He said the Republican primary was rigged against him. Then Trump University gets sued for fraud and racketeering. He claims the court system and the federal judge is rigged against him. Uh, there was even a time when he didn't get an Emmy for his TV program three years in a row, and he started tweeting that the Emmys were rigged against Should have gotten it. This, this is a mindset. This is, this is how Donald thinks. And it's funny, but it's also really troubling. Okay. Now, that is not the way our democracy... Hillary told us four years ago. She told us. She warned us, didn't she? Oh, she did. She did. She made no mistake about it. She warned us. She, uh, there, there's audio like this all over the place of her, uh, putting that out there. And the last one I want to play before we get into a little, little chat session here is from Fox News. Again, 
This is Monday the 4th. This is before the Georgia runoff. This is days before the nonsense at the Capitol. This is Fox News. Uh, I think Martha McSally was the host. It's irrelevant. She had three talking heads. One of them, the, the wildly popular Geraldo Rivera. And I've heard that from people on the ground here. Atlanta Journal-Constitution did a piece. A reporter said not one person that they've talked to on the Republican side believes that Joe Biden won, won this race. I mean, that, that is a pervasive belief out there. What do you say to all that? But it's a belief, Martha, based on propaganda. We've heard nothing but whining and, and, uh, and complaining. What about the courts? Don't we have courts for a reason in this country? Every court that has reviewed this matter has decided against the... Uh, uh, the Republicans against President Trump, the high court of the United States, including three Trump appointed associate justices, has ruled against or declined to take these cases. At what point do we say, OK, basta, enough? It is it is really pathetic that this has been dragged on so long. And it is only because of the love people have for President Trump and his. I listen, I, I don't I know that he's a sincere person. I think that he sincerely believes that he was gypped. But it's one thing to believe. It's another thing to prove. They have proven nothing. And now they make of the, of the, uh, the usual pro forma uh, election of the electors uh, a spectacle. For what? To further divide the country? It's really pathetic. Uh, say what you will about Geraldo, and Lord knows I have over the years. Uh, he nailed it. He nailed it. And, and this is... is- he really- does he really think that though that Trump is an honest and sincere type guy that he's an honest broker through all of this? I think he believes that Trump believes this. Well, but, he also probably believes in the tooth fairy too, but that's uh, look you. Geraldo just said what many have said in many other situations. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. Mm-hmm. He nailed it. It's gone to court 60 times. They filed. They see you can lie to the public. You can lie to the media. You can lie to everybody. But when you're in court, you can't lie. And they have stated mm-hmm. in court. Rudy Giuliani stated in court. No, no, no. There's no fraud. And it, it, there's nothing there. They know there's nothing there. And this is just... Uh, so there you have it. That, that got us up to Monday night, a Tuesday night. I was home. I watched, uh, I kept an eye on the election results. Uh, weren't we, we were on the air Tuesday night. Yes, we were. Yes. As a matter of fact. Yes. We were on the air Tuesday night. And once we were done with the show, I, I went back to, you know, watching it, uh, and what's interesting, I, I mean, Warnock, Reverend Warnock, he, his race was called during the night. And uh, Ossoff's was called during the insurrection. It kind of almost got lost in the... By the, way, I was, by the way, I was home all day on Wednesday and watched it play out in real time. As a matter of fact, I, I called young Mr. Shannon. He, while he couldn't see it, uh, he was definitely aware of what was going on, and uh, right. Yeah, fortunately, uh, 
one of the nice things about having a Cirrus XM is they do a simulcast to CNN. So, and CNN is my uh, is kind of my when I go to national world news, that's kind of my uh, your go to. My go-to. I know you like MSNBC yes. a little bit better. I, I don't have a problem with MSNBC. Um, I just uh, it's just preference. It's what I'm used to, I guess, more than anything else. Uh, well, let me uh, <laughs> speaking of CNN, and this is what this show is going to be as we hit on certain things. Uh, Jim Acosta, I'm sure one of John's favorite reporters from CNN. Uh, this was this was Wednesday night, the sixth. He reported this. Uh, he was on with Jake Tapper. I will tell you, Jake. I talked to a source, a GOP source, close to the president, who speaks with him regularly, and I, I take no pleasure in reporting this. Uh, but this source tells me that he believes the president is out of his mind. Uh, the quote used by this uh, source uh, is, "He is out of his mind." And the source said the president is so traumatized by his loss in the election. It is all he can talk about. It is all he can think about. It, it, it's all consuming for him. And that, in this uh, source's opinion, he is out of his mind. Now so there you go. So now this source apparently has figured out what we've all known for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where do we go from here? I, I mean, or do we want to... Let's keep continue with the story. Uh, so... Again, that clip was was uh, just after the insurrection. And so now we've got our president, who hasn't done anything for weeks since since the election. He's basically holed up and uh, he plays golf. As many people have said, including President-elect Biden, have said, uh, what's he putting up such a fight for? It's a job he doesn't want to do. Why is he fighting so hard? Seriously, he doesn't do anything. Because it feeds his ego. Well, yes. Donald Trump's ego. Well, well, sure. Sure. In his eyes, eyes, being the president of the United States makes him the most powerful man uh, in the world. Uh, Some would argue that, I think. uh, But um, nonetheless... In Trump's eyes, that's what he thinks. He's the most powerful man in the world. Well, and that's really well, what a guy like Trump, that's what he craves more than anything else, is power. Well, there's, uh, there, there is a lot to that. The office is certainly the most powerful person in the world. Uh, uh, <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite tweets, I, and, and, and understand... Excuse me. This was serious. What happened? Uh, let's. Five people died. Five people are dead. By the way, which is one more than Benghazi. So when the one when the one aboutist, you know, well, what about this? What about that? When all that comes up, just remember that's one more than Benghazi. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I watched as as uh, as we were waiting for election results. And actually, I was watching for the uh, the certification because, and and that's supposed to be a very bland, very pro forma kind of thing. Uh, Mike Pence's role was described by, and I don't have it in front of me, as as little more than 
somebody giving the best picture. That's true ceremonies. Well, it was like somebody uh, giving the best picture award at the Oscars. You open the envelope, you read it. You have no say in who gets it or why they got it. Right, he was an MC, and uh, and by the way, for those of you who are, oh, look at Mike Pence, he's standing up to Trump now. Now, now he is. Where was it? You know, he's he's been the a number one bootlicker for four years now. And Pence doesn't get out of this unscathed. Let's make no mistake about it. But it it was interesting to watch and scary, as these crowds made their way to the Capitol. It's like, holy smokes, okay. They'll be noisy, and I wonder if the folks inside will take notice of it. Uh, oh, clearly they did uh, eventually once once the crowd start, you know, uh, made their way into the building itself. It was, it was just unbelievable. And somebody else pointed it out, and it was one of the first things I noticed. The first images are them walking through the, the hallways and, and through the statutory room, stat, statutory room and they were all staying be, between the velvet ropes. And even when things got out of hand, at one point, they kind of widened, the, they moved the ropes over, but for the most part, people stayed between those two ropes. I just found that, I don't even know how to describe it, but I took notice of it. And it just, uh, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let, let's talk about, uh, one of our favorites that busted in there. That was, uh, Jacob Chansley. And he was the guy with the horned hat and the fur. Oh, you mean the Shama? The, uh, yeah. Well, let me read you a little tweet here. And by the way, we're not going to do the tweet. The Shama is known as. Yeah. Uh, the shirtless man, he was arrested, by the way. And Tom yeah. Nichols at Radio Free Tom said, uh, when, when he was arrested, he tried the, uh, he tried to, it was a guy who looks just just like me wearing this year's popular white supremacist Fred Flintstone Grand Order of the Water Buffalo hat, but the FBI wasn't going for it. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, and of course, they're all a bunch of nitwits. They're all taking pictures of themselves. There's cameras all over the Capitol. And uh, there was one clown who wore his work ID to, to the protest. He was summarily fired because it was right out there in the open. Uh, and you know, because I, you, know, you, you almost, you almost think in these types of situations that, okay, these people are, are, have been arrested. Uh, not nearly as, as enough of them have been arrested, but they've been arrested. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, are they going to get anything more than really a slap on the wrist? If you think about, it? I mean, let's hope so. Let's face it; I don't think they're going to get. You know, you may see one or two felonies, but I don't think you're going to see uh, widespread felony convictions and 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 the legal system being or treating this like uh, like it should be treated. Well, let's look at it this way. Let's look at it this way, John. So you've made your way to D.C. You had your little fun in the halls of Congress. 
FBI comes knocking on your door, don't you think the legal system's gonna gonna wreak havoc with you for the next couple of years? Sure, you may not do any jail time, but what's it gonna cost you? You're gonna be in and out of court. What I'm thinking is on on that is is that the fact that the guy that was stupid enough to go in there with his work badge on, he got fired. <laughs> yeah, but that's not enough. And and that's going to be on his record. You know, he we don't know what type of a, a job man held. Sure, we do. I, I all I have to do is look it up. We had all that information. I didn't I didn't think it was pertinent enough to actually put it in my pile of stuff today, but. You know, he'll be lucky. He'll be flipping burgers at Hardee's uh, at uh, at some point in time in his life. But he, 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 his life is ruined. That was a life decision he made to participate in that. And, and now, uh, uh, yeah, now he'll be working at some minimum wage job somewhere if they'll hire him at, at that. Yeah, the, so, this is from former Senator Claire McCaskill. Uh who was a regular contributor on, on on MSNBC, and by the way, she has the greatest-looking kitchen in the world. But uh, Definition of stupid. People who violate the law and then memorialize it by posting pictures of their crime online. Hashtag Trumpers. There you go. So uh, so now, now they get in there. And keep in mind, some of them had weapons. Uh, there were two... Inc- Two pipe bombs found. Two uh, pipe bombs found. This wasn't just uh, a bunch of knucklehead uh, drunk Trumpers. And uh, yeah. oh, and by the way, as, as as well as many other people, I want the guy who brought the Confederate flag in. I want his ass pinned to the wall. Yeah, I want him. There is look. There, there's a lot of people that share the blame here and should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Because remember, they were going in there, they were going after Pence. They were going yeah. after Congress. They were going there were people with, with the with, with the flex cuffs. And by the way, they got one of those guys. He's been ID'd. He traveled there with his mommy. Uh you've got elected officials from various states. Local elected officials participated well, what, in that. West Virginia comes to mind. He, yeah, uh, yeah. Step down. There, as we should. It's. I mean, let's go back to uh, before they went to the Capitol. There's Trump and his minions up there. Rudy, why isn't Rudy in jail? Combat. He used the word combat. Do you know who I'm wondering? Uh, why he is not in jail at this point in time Lynn Wood yes I saw that I know you're uh... well Lynn Wood why is this clown not in jail well, had, a tw- had a post up on uh, on Parler calling for the assassination of, uh, of Vice President Pence uh, look this is this is serious stuff because you realize that when you say these words, I, I answered somebody here on Twitter just a, a couple of minutes ago was somebody that says, well, you know, if you come from a righteous position, why are you afraid of people, uh, people see, uh, speaking their minds or something? I'm, I'm paraphrasing there. 
as long as what you're saying doesn't incite a riot, because you got to realize that uh, uh, who was it or where was it that I saw this? Um, Manson. Manson didn't kill anybody. Nope. Nope. He but did he not. He had all those followers that uh, committed those murders. That's right. It, it's really, really no different than what's going on right now from people like from people like Lynn Wood, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, uh, what's his name there from Missouri? Uh, Holly. Holly. Uh, and Trump himself. They yeah. are all culpable for this. They are all out there firing these people up who don't really have a life outside of, uh, now, you know, maybe. Now, I'm going to stop you there because, <clears throat> excuse me, on that point about not having a life. Because reports I'm reading, and again, take them for what they're worth, but you're seeing video of these people staying in all these nice, nice hotels in D.C., all these Trumpers. These hotels go for a couple hundred bucks a night. This, this is not the Motel 6, you know, in, in suburban Virginia. These are downtown D.C. These people either have money or are being backed by somebody. Who knows? I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist now because I left my tinfoil hat in the other room. But I did bring this hat today. Uh, and, and just before we get too far afield, and I want to get... Th this is the one... I've been wanting to get in this tweet from Alisa Valdez Rod Rodriguez. Uh, quote, I don't feel sorry for Congress at all. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have to hide under your desk because of guns? Wah, wah, wah. I've only had to do that six times since kindergarten. School is terrifying. Maybe now they'll pass gun reform. That's from one of her ninth grade students. On that day, on Wednesday. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a very valid point by, uh, by a 14 or 15-year-old. So Kidding. I did want to get that in there, and I apologize for, for cutting you off there, John, but uh, where were it's we? Nothing, it's nothing that I'm uh, not used to okay. at this point. Okay. Going on, going <clears> on <throat> for you, doing this, uh, this show now? Four years. Four years. My God. Yikes. The same length of the, the Trump. Marriages, I've had marriages that haven't lasted four, for lasting four years. Right? Uh, I've had indigestion that lasted longer than. Uh, <laughs> so. So now they got in. And now they're swinging off the balconies and they're, you know, they're in offices. And, and again, the thing is, they're taking pictures. They know their security cameras. And from everything I understand that. The halls of Congress are a labyrinth of hallways and tunnels, and uh, it, it is very difficult to find certain places, not the least of which is Speaker Pelosi's office. And yet, apparently, they had detailed information. I, I, you know, I'm convinced that somebody on the inside had a hand on this, had a hand in this. Ooh. Whether it was individual Capitol Police officers, whether it was, I wanted to be Matt Gates. I wanted to be Matt Gates. You know him from Florida, the representative from Florida, who adopted an, an adult man, supposedly. You know Matt hmm. Gates. He wore the, the gas mask last year when COVID was first a thing. He uh, 
He's 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 one of uh, Trump's biggest bootlickers. Uh, oh, speaking of bootlicking, uh, so the other day, Lindsey Graham was accosted by a group of Trump supporters. Boy, they turned fast. They eat their own fast because Lindsey mm-hmm. stood stood up and basically said, "Hey, I'm out." You know, uh, too late, Lindsey. But uh, the video's out there. We're not going to play it. Uh, uh, he's walking through the Air- national airport in D.C. And he had to have a police escort with him because the Trumpers were yelling at him and yada, yada, yada. Uh, Brian Williams on MSNBC the other night. Oh, this was beautiful. Uh, in reporting this, he reported this scene, showed the, vi- showed the video, and uh, this is what he said. All it took for Graham to change his mind was the looting and desecration of the Capitol. And that was all it took for a leading Trump supplicant like Graham to come under fire from the base as if four years of boot looking gets you nothing in this day and age. <laughs> it's funny, but it's true. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you, Graham, I mean, look at, you know, even even Pence, he, you know, you could name, you know, a, a dozen or more of these people who were sailing, who were flying the Trump flag right alongside of him. Uh, then all of a sudden things, things started getting real. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh, oh, wait a second. And and now you've got those who are saying, well, well, let's, let's let... Uh, Trump hasn't come out and said anything as far as the people that have died, especially the Capitol Police officer. Uh, oh, no. I am horrified by the video of the officer who is being crushed because I have massive claustrophobia. Uh I, I cannot be in an enclosed space without a, a clear exit. And that just that just horrifies me. Uh, Didn't he have his head like, wasn't it his head getting crushed in by a door? Well, it was his body, I believe. Or, but but people or, on the other people on the right people on the other side took his helmet off and whatnot. So at least he could he could breathe. And uh, but you could see blood coming out of his mouth and. Uh, and speaking of people that died that day, and we already mentioned the the genius with the taser who uh, gave himself a heart attack by tasing himself in the nuts. And then there was the young lady who got shot. Uh, the more that comes out about her, I'm not saying she deserved to be shot, but I will also say this. She was breaching the halls of Congress. She was climbing through a busted out window in a locked door. Okay, a place she was clearly not wanted. A play, and I don't know if the officer that shot her was giving her warnings. I I have to believe they were, as in, stand down, go back, don't come through. I'm sure there were warnings there. Uh, Lessons in Darwinism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and again, I, I, I wasn't, I'm not looking for anybody to die. Uh, no. And by the way, Shaletta, if you're. I wonder if these people, I, I wonder if these people actually realized the serious, how serious this was, the gravity of their actions. I think they do now. Well, they do now, but I wonder at the time. Oh, no. It was all a big game uh, to them. It was all a big game. Yeah. And, and by the way, Shaletta. We are not forgetting 
the most one of the most important images of the day, which is the fact that white people didn't get beat up, shot, and uh, set oh, on we, set we on fire. Show, we can do a show on on that very subject. Speaking of white people, um, the young man put out a video the other day. I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. Uh, I looked. I looked, but I I. I I got a kick out of this video. I'm going to play the audio. The video is up on the website. By the way, pretty much everything we played today is up on the website. Oh, before I forget, also at RadioTFI.com, we just found this this morning. There is a seven and a half minute video from Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is uh, very moving. And keep in mind, Arnold Schwarzenegger came to this country as an immigrant who didn't speak a word of English. He did pretty good in this country. Uh, attain the highest possible office he could, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So wait, let me uh, let me play the video by this young man. And uh... I don't, you don't want to get it twisted. I'm gonna explain things for you. There are white people, and there are people who just so happen to be white. You see, the white people are the idiots that we seen storming the Capitol. White people are the ones that follow Trump, thinking he's a godsend, he's the best president ever. White people are the ones that call the police on you when you're just minding your business, having a barbecue. You and your family. Those are white people. You see, people who just so happen to be white, they're sick and tired of the injustice that goes on in this country, and they are right alongside of you fighting the same fight that you're fighting. They realize that they have white privilege, and they don't think it's fake. They know about this pandemic, and they don't say it's a hoax. Those are people who just so happen to be white. And if you're one of those, I'm just going to let you know right now, you are forever welcome to the barbecue. But don't come empty-handed. <laughs> you got it, brother. I'll bring the potato salad. Uh, yeah. So we. Uh, I, 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 I. Boy, oh boy, my my brain is all over the place right now. There's so many it's things. Out- There's so much stuff out here right now. There is a plethora. I mean, you realize we we're gonna talk about. God knows how many things we're going to talk about through the course of this show. Uh, and when we will still miss that, we will still miss points. Right. Right. No. Wait. Um, let me, uh, that's not what okay. I was looking for. Uh, this, this was interesting from, uh, from Forbes, Forbes magazine. Uh, their chief content officer warns against hiring Kaylee McEnany or other prominent Trump flags. Quote, hire any of Trump's fellow fabulists above and Forbes will assume that everything your company or firm talks about is a big lie. That's some serious stuff, kids and kittens. That's mm-hmm. Forbes saying, go, and, go ahead, hire them. Hire the likes of Sarah Sanders and uh, uh, Kellyanne Conway and... Uh, you, oh, speaking speaking of um, uh, Sarah Huckabuck Sanders, uh, did you see? Did you see her tweet yesterday where she was whining that she lost uh, like some two hundred thousand followers on, on right. Twitter? Right. A lot of them and, are complaining and, about it, that. It, it, oh, it's a big conspiracy. It's a. Mm-hmm. Do you think? That there may be just the average Joe who might have been, well, okay, you know, 
Trump is a better, you know, option for whatever reason. Trump might be a better option than whoever the Democrat was at the time. You know, they're Republicans. They're lifeline Republican Republicans. Trump was a republic is a Republican. So they were following her and following her tweets and and saying, Yeah, 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 you go, you go. And then all of a sudden, like again, shit started getting real again. They, they, they people don't want to see this stuff. No, no. People do not really want to see this garbage. People do not want to see, uh, okay, Lynn Wood has been, again, I, I go to him. I do. You want to talk about somebody that I would just like to see behind bars? Uh, that is my number one because he just seems to be the one that, he doesn't have a filter, no filter whatsoever. You and I, when we talk, here on the air when we do our tweeting and, and whatever, however we do things. Um, we have things that are going through th- through our minds, things the, p- things we, hey, well, as in wouldn't break my heart to see happen to these people type thing. But we can't come out and say that. Then, then at that point in time, we yeah. are no better. <laughs> oh, it's funny. You should, you should say, go ahead, finish your thought because... if we if we come out with this same you know uh if i were to say and i'm figuratively speaking here folks you know save your cards and letters for something that really matters you know if if i were to say that that they should drag trump out of office and have that gallows that they had uh, set up for mike pence and maybe somebody would have strung trump up uh again figuratively speaking if I had said that and been all in favor of that, oh my God, you're inciting, you're doing this, you're doing... Oh, but it's okay. It, it's okay for people like Lynn Wood and Rudy Giuliani and the others to say the same exact words and have no... Oh, it's freedom of speech, freedom of speech. And by the way, speaking of freedom of speech, speaking to all you people who are whining about being about Trump being taken off of Twitter, all these other people taken up being taken off of Twitter, about Parler being uh, uh, taken down off of the Amazon uh, uh, off of Amazon server. As I understand, I just saw something here where they're going to have their own server in about a week or so. Uh, but nonetheless, if you think because Twitter is deleting Donald Trump. Permanently, from what I understand, you think that's a violation of, of his uh, first, you know, first amendment violation? It is not. Now, absolutely, is not. Now, if you're watching us on the video feed, what you just saw pop up, and John, you might want to look. John hasn't seen this yet. Uh, you might want to look at the screen. That is what got put me got me put in Twitter jail the other day for 12 hours. Uh, and for those of you listening on the radio or on the uh, audio replay, uh, I'm going to read it for you right now. Be forewarned that normally I am, there's certain language, especially a particular word that I don't care to have on these airwaves. And John and I have gone back and forth, back and forth on this. Or John, would you like to read it? Oh, let me, please. John's going to read my tweet that got me sent to Twitter jail. On January 6th, uh, I was, 
By the way, just for context, I was furiously tweeting on. Uh, oh, he re he resembled John Shannon in his tweets. I was I was using a. Basically, I was tweeting to everybody this just in. F U and I spelled it F asterisk asterisk K U and then fill in the name whoever it was Ted Cruz Howley Marco Rubio and I was doing those all day and I had changed my my uh, on my name I changed it to Ed Van S this just in F U G O P hashtag G O P so now the one that got me sent to the Who's gal John and I quote Ted Cruz fuck you you miserable sniveling cunt you are as much to blame as all of trump's ball lickers whatever real donald trump has on you keeping it hidden cannot possibly worth all that has transpired the last five years that goes for the entire gop actually hashtag gop and of course as we have gotten into the habit with our tweets we sign it at the end at taxi stand hour now where's my first amendment you know why here, let's explain it to you. Uh, hold on a second. I have one here that explains it quite well. Uh, Tommy Lauren, uh, a Republican blondie, referring to uh, all the censorship about Trump, and I got a bunch of stuff on that. She says, the censorship is disgusting. And uh, Glam Dammit replied to her this way. Because Twitter is a private company. And thanks to gay wedding cakes Republicans made sure. A pri Let me restart that. And thanks to gay wedding cakes Republicans made sure a private business can refuse service to anyone they like. You're right. My, the First Amendment does not apply here. Even in my case. As much as I... It's, it's Twitter's game. It's Facebook's game. That's it's, right. It's their game. Their rules. And I used... I use some, I don't know if it's incendiary language, I'll be quite honest with you. I, I firmly believe that I was reported by somebody, and oh, we're going to get into that now or two, on who that mm. is. And I am 99% confident who that is. But, uh, yeah. This is, it, it is not, the only person, the, the only place that the First Amendment applies is in government action government cannot restrict your right to free speech let's let's the only ones. let's talk about uh this was fox posted this platforms banning or restricting trump this is as of yesterday facebook twitter google spotify snapchat instagram shopify i don't even know how you do that reddit twitch youtube tiktok and pinterest which Pinterest is a porn hub. <laughs> somebody, somebody put, somebody put out a, a phony porn hub. They said, "Oh yeah, we're banning them now too." <laughs> but it's the funny. The point was made about TikTok. Well, remember, Trump went after them. Well, they got to him first. Uh, as far as Trump's freedom of speech goes, oh boo hoo boo hoo! I can't, I can't connect with my people. This is from Aaron Brockovich. Yes, that Aaron Brockovich who wrote, the president has not been silenced. He has a press room right in his house. He's more than welcome to step up to the podium, speak, and even take some questions. He is not a victim. Way to go, Aaron. We, uh, we like that one. Uh, I think I have one more here. 
uh, about regarding his censorship. No, 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 I don't. I don't. Uh, but yeah, big deal. Uh, it's a private company. They shut me down because I agreed to their terms of service. Guess what, Donnie? So did you. You agreed to their terms of service. So, uh, you know, enough of this silliness. And I think they're pretty even-handed about that. Let's let's face it. Uh, we could sit here off off the top of the Radio TFI uh, executive tower up there in the three hundred and sixty-fourth floor, forty-seven. And shout off to, oh, excuse me, and shout off the rooftops. Uh, all these things we could shout this and that. We could shout "fuck you, Ted Cruz," and we could shout this and that. And it's not going to incite the same type of riot as. Uh, Lynn Wood, as Donald Trump, as Rudy Giuliani. Let's face it, it is what it is. We are not going to, we're not going to enact that same, uh, that same, that same response, I guess. But Twitter is applying its rules even handily. And that's all I ask. Actually, that's all I ask from Twitter. Actually, I. I don't believe they're applying it even handily at all because Trump's been doing this for for years now, for years. They have, and I've heard this. I heard this on I forget what radio show I was listening to, but they were. They seem to give elected officials a little bit more leeway, if you if you will. After Trump came into office. Right or wrong. After Trump came into office, that became their their corporate uh, rule. Was okay because they 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 forged out a rule that they could live with Trump with. Okay. Oh well, it, it you know we're gonna do it. It applies to everybody. It's a rule for one. Okay. It's a rule for one. It meant him because they didn't want to lose. You know their uh, their biggest anyway. Oh yeah, the, the biggest. Oops, yeah, the biggest. Excuse me, I thought I was muted for a second. Uh, no. no, that that is their biggest. I mean, let's face it. I mean, although I will say this, Donnie, you don't have the record as much as you tweet. This boy here still has more tweets, not more followers, but more tweets. And there you go. And we so. couldn't be prouder. By the way, Adam Herman uh, said this after watching. Uh, uh, the gravy seals and all the fat, ugly people busting into the Capitol building. I am no longer impressed that Nicolas Cage managed to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Laugh where you can, folks. We, uh, we're, we're taking our... Uh, you know, it's like the old saying, sometimes you got to laugh to keep yeah, from crying. Yeah. This, this was some scary... This was some scary times, and... We don't have a lot of time here before the top of the hour, which we completely skipped the, uh, the 10.30 break, but understandable. I, I, I get that. No problem. It just means I can't listen to this wonderful song that Ed's got queued up at the top of the hour, but that's, that's all. It, it's all relative. Uh, this, we have, to, we have to ask, where does this lead? Where does this lead? We have an inauguration in less than two weeks to worry about. We already saw how 
impenetrable the Capitol building is. How easy this could happen. I, I got to stop you. No. We saw how uh, we've done inaugurations before. We've done Super Bowls. Uh, this gonna this thing is going to be tight, tight, tight. But I, I'm convinced that some somebody somebody dropped the ball here. Okay, there's a lot to go on. I'm not talking about the the officers on the ground per se. I'm not. Who knows? There may be some of them. Certainly at the top. And remember, Trump's been putting his people in all over the place. So. Let me, yeah, let me, let me address that real quick. I, sure. I am still, I, I still have this fear. It's not going away. But let's, let's get to that point for a second. All right. You have, okay. So before the, uh, before everybody descended on the Capitol, you had a huge, this is probably the biggest quote unquote pro Trump rally in the last four years. Down the street. Down, down the street, the but the national whoever controls these things down there planned for thirty thousand people plus mm-hmm. to be at this rally. That's right. Did you think that once Trump got done speaking, did you think they were just all going to go home? Well, let's go home and have a barbecue and, and I, what have you. Oh, hey, I, come I on over did. to my, my two hundred dollar uh, a night hotel room and we we'll, we'll have us a whole chindig over here. You, yep, you yep, think yep, that yep. Uh, somebody? You're right. Somebody seriously dropped the ball on this. Yep. because I'll I will bet if they had thirty thousand people there. Watching Trump and watching the uh, watching the spectacle there with Trump lathering these people up, I will guarantee you that twenty eight thousand of them descended towards the Capitol. Now, am I am I trying to tell you that that all of these people decided to come in and do what happened? No, it only takes a few. It only. Even if it was only 500 people out of that whole lot, even if it was only 500 people, that was enough to raise havoc, to, guess what, terrorize, <gasps> terrorize. Use that, use that word. What is terrorism? It is an action to elicit policy, to, to change a, a person's thinking, to change ideology. It is no different. It is no different than what the radical Islamists are doing. They they beat you over. They do all their things. They kill people and what have you to get you to to uh, pray to Allah instead of in, instead of to Jesus Christ. It's no different. It is no different. They used terror. They used they 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 used this tactic to try to intimidate. To try to change the legal democratic process that was going on at the Capitol building. Fortunately, they failed. It was they, all they did was interrupt things. Hats off to those in Congress for not uh, sniveling away in their corners with the with the you know. Yes, you had the Ted the Ted Cruz's and the. Hollies and uh, these individuals who 
we're still spewing their crap afterwards. Right. Oh, we condemn we condemn the violence, but mm-hmm. uh, so no. Well, this is. Uh, and by the way, for anybody that for anybody who tried to vote to protest these uh, these ballot count the, the electoral count afterwards, shame on you. Shame on you. You've made your you made your point by saying you were going to do this. It wasn't going to change a damn thing. So snapping out. Sir. So so Noel Kessler, again, one of our favorites around here. Now wrote this the other day. I remember seeing a bunch of cartoonish videos made by Dan Crenshaw. You know, the representative with the eye patch, he's missing an eye. You've seen him around. Yes, sir. But he made he made this cartoon where he was like a superhero. So anyway, let me go back to the tweet here. I remember seeing a bunch of cartoonish videos made by Dan Crenshaw showing what a tough guy he was. Where was Captain America when the Capitol was getting attacked? And Crenshaw's an, also another Trumper. So, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely, you know. So, that there's that. Um, yeah, we're, we're gonna be we're not done with this topic yet. We're coming up on the uh end of the hour break. Uh, normally I don't give away what's coming up because I like people, I like it to be a surprise. John already knows, excuse me, what we're playing at the top of the hour. Uh, I feel this 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 tune that's coming up is dedicated to all those fine fine folks who decided to desecrate our capital on Wednesday and all the fine fine folks who incited all this it's a little tune by Dennis Leary called asshole i highly recommend well it's a it's a funny tune but i just think it's appropriate like i do every week some weeks are easier than others to pick out what I'm going to play. Uh, this week it took it took me a couple seconds, and uh, as I as I as I roamed around the massive massive Radio TFI Music Vault, this one kind of jumped out at me. Well, first there was a rat that jumped out at me, then then this tune jumped out at me, and uh, and then later on Gil Christ jumped out at me. But we're kind of used to that by now, so we're we're coming up we're coming up on the. Uh, <sighs> on the end of the hour here. Uh, let, let me throw this one in here. Uh, Dory, uh, at Dory Marlin, had written, how long before Flotus jumped ship? Melania. Rick Wilson said she's going to discover our prenup was an IOU. Ow! <laughs> yeah, it's it's all falling apart. Was, uh, while this was all going on, she was at the White House uh uh, making sure that a photo uh, op uh, went uh, went perfectly, as I understand. Really, I have no idea where she was. And I saw the I I, I saw that uh, briefly yesterday or day before yesterday or whatever. I thought it was kind of hilarious to tell you the truth. It was it was a mug. Jesus, you didn't even notice the 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 Twitter. You, I went on a Twitter storm over these last few days of biblical proportions here. Seriously. All right, so let's say bye-bye for the first uh, hour of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. Uh, Trust me, folks, there's more to come.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus. Yeah? And change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing a behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Folks, I'd like to sing a song about the American dream. About me. About you. About the way our American hearts beat way down in the bottom of our chests. About that special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts. Maybe below the cockles. Maybe in the subcockle area. Maybe in the liver. Maybe in the kidneys. Maybe even in the colon. We don't know. I'm just a regular Joe with a regular job. I'm your average white suburbanite slob. I like football and porno and books about war. I got an average house with a nice hardwood floor. My wife and my job, my kids and my car. My feet on my table and a Cuban cigar. But sometimes that just ain't enough to keep a man like me interested. Oh, no. No way. Uh-uh. No, I've got to go out and have fun at someone else's expense. Oh, yeah. Summertime saying, How about this heat? I'm on a Cadillac Eldorado convertible, hot pink with whale skin hubcaps, an all leather cow interior, and big brown baby seal eyes for headlights. Yeah! And I'm gonna drive around in that baby at 115 miles per hour. 
per hour, getting one mile per gallon, sucking down quarter pound of cheeseburgers from McDonald's in the old-fashioned non-biodegradable styrofoam containers. And when I'm done sucking down those greaseball burgers, I'm going to wipe my mouth with the American flag, and then I'm going to toss the styrofoam containers right out the side, and there ain't a goddamn thing anybody can do about it. You know why? Because we got the bomb. That's why. Two words. Nuclear fucking weapons, okay? Russia, Germany, Romania, they can have all the democracy they want. They can have a big democracy cakewalk right through the middle of Tiananmen Square, and it won't make a lick of difference because we got the bombs, okay? John Wayne's not dead. He's frozen. And as soon as we find a cure for cancer, we're going to thaw out the Duke, and he's going to be pretty pissed off. You know why? Have you ever taken a cold shower? We'll multiply that by 15 million times. That's how pissed off the Duke's going to be. I'm going to get the Duke and John Cassavetes and Lee Marvin hey. and Sam Peckinpah hey. and a case of whiskey hey. and drive down to hey. Texas. Hey. You know, you really are an asshole. Why don't you just shut up and sing the song, pal? I'm an Hey, this is Chris Murphy, and you found the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Oh, okay. Now, now I can talk. Thank you, Chris Murphy. <laughs> I never know when he's going to bump those little extras in here. So, and you know, he didn't give me the whole one moment or whatever. He just, just let me sit down and start babbling. But what the hell? Again, after four years now... I've come, I've come used to it. So, hey, welcome back to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Thank you for joining us here uh, again from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I am John Shannon out there in no man's land, out there in uh, <laughs> Queens, New York at the Radio TFI Executive Tower. It is Mr. Ed Van Ness once again. Good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning, kids and kittens. Uh, I hope you're with us for the first hour. Uh, obviously, the hot topic of the week is the silliness. I don't want to call it silliness. That's a poor choice no, of words. Poor choice of words. Uh, is the desecration that occurred on Wednesday in our nation's capital. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We will get to football, and we've got some other stuff we'll 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 touch on today but this is the main focus we don't normally delve an entire show into one topic but here we are how how can you not in this situation unfortunately and it's it's like i said in the last hour we could there are so many things here so many different components to this that at the end of the day even if we did extend into overtime, we're going to miss We're going to miss uh, points and topics here because there's just so many parts into this. Uh, so, right. uh, so what do you think in here? Do you want to take the break into, uh, into the picks now and then uh, go in from there or do let's you let's finish, want- let's finish up. I got a few more things I like to touch on and, and okay. then and, right. well, yeah, we can always, then we'll cleanse know, the palate. We'll cleanse the palate. Um, this is from Jonathan Goldman. Uh, 
uh, from the Twitter at AK Jackalope. I'm not sure what that means, but probably Alaska Jackalope. Now that I think about it, or Arkansas, Arkansas. Well, anyway, he said in the um, Trump in the end, Trump calls for Republicans the presidency, the Senate, and the House. The son of a bitch actually did it. He made America great again. There's always that. That's one of my favorites that I found. By the way, Sidney Powell, uh, Trump's attorney, who's not a, not his attorney, uh, got is being sued by Dominion, the the makers of voting machines, for one point three billion dollars. That's billion with a B. Uh, over vote fraud claims. I I opted not to put the whole story together because what's the point? The headline says it all. The headline oh, yeah. says it is time for people to start paying for all this silliness. You followed this nutbag down a rabbit hole. And even the rabbits just backed up to the wall and got out of the way. Uh, uh, you've got people resigning. What's her name? Elizabeth Chow, Mitch McConnell's wife, uh, resigned as as the Betsy DeVos, the education. Uh, she was she was useless anyway. But but where's your spine? Where you've been with him the whole time, and now now this is this is this is the one. This is finally the one. Because you know what, you can get out now. You've made your money. Whatever scams you've been you've been pulling, you're out. See ya. Uh, I got a tweet here from Dan Rather that I'd like to read concerning. And by the way, there's all sorts of people around the White House now who are putting in their resignations and yada yada yada. Who knows who else resigned overnight? Uh, Dan Rather wrote this. It's tempting to use the analogy of rats fleeing a sinking ship to describe the growing number of Republican elected officials starting to speak out against Donald Trump. But that's not really fair to rats, who tend not to be complicit in driving ships to the bottom of the sea. Yeah. Wait a second. Here's the interesting part about that. He wrote that on October 17th, 2020. Ew. Okay. <laughs> uh... Let's see. I got a few more here that we can. Uh, t- I mean, yeah, they're they're all turning their backs now, and uh, you know, I, I mean, some of them are stuck with Trump now. Ted Cruz is stuck with him, uh, although he's slowly but surely trying to wriggle his way out of it. And and if the fine folks in Texas are smart, you you would vote an armadillo in next. Uh, Howley, Josh, I I, I saw. This morning, somebody had posted an image of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. It was a full front page uh, demanding that uh, Howley resign. And and what somebody put on that says, boy, the only time you see, you know, a front page like that is when you win the World Series. Uh, I mean, it, it was a full full picture. And, you know, so uh, you got the two major newspapers in St. Louis are calling for him to resign. Uh, now... The question right now is to keep the pressure on and to turn off the spigots of his money. By the way, Ted Cruz and Josh Howley were both uh, sending out emails in the midst of all all, all the uh, in the midst of the riot on Wednesday. Sending out emails looking for money for, for contributors. 
I, I, I mean, it's just, uh, I don't even care if these were automated and scheduled to go out at a particular time. You put a stop to that. Somebody, Somebody's in charge of that. And, uh, uh, so I got to ask you this. Sure. Uh, do have you, did you see the onslaught now that, uh, uh, Cindy McCain is, uh, going through? Yeah. What's this all about? Well, now the, I honestly the, don't know. Uh, I, I know she's why, cause she was married to one of the greatest Americans ever. Well, in a nutshell, the Arizona Republican Party. Oh, I saw that. What's her to? Actually, they did a official looking letter. Whereas, who as, you know, that type of thing. I wish I had it in front of me. Here. I saw that. I saw that. And I stopped reading it because it was a bad picture of a even worse document. Right. right exactly. And because so so in essence because Cindy McCain like a lot of Republicans uh, quite frankly said hey enough of this enough of Donald this is not going to be Donald Trump's Republican Party she still and she put out a tweet and that's what made me actually uh, uh, think about this because I saw her tweet uh, saying that I'm a, a proud, lifelong Republican and will continue to support candidates who put country over party and stand for the rule of law. So what? And, so what is the uh, Arizona Republican Party saying to her? Well, they they wanted her to resign. Oh, they so want her to resign. Oh, yeah they they want her to resign. They they are uh, resign for, resign from what? Calling. Hold on. Resign, resign from what? Didn't you know she has the other Senate, the other Arizona Senate seat? Or am I completely wrong here? Uh, I could be wrong. If she's got the other Senate seat, I was not aware of that. I think she has John McCain's Senate. No, uh, no. Senate no, she does not. Let, let me... Do you read? I want to look at look at. All right. Well, e even if she does, uh, this here's your free speech issue. Here's your First Amendment. So okay, so she's expressed an opinion, and now the party is saying she should resign because they disagree with that opinion. Well, you know, this is again, this is First Amendment. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to know who's writing the letters saying that. Uh, they're disagreeing with other with what happened the other day was wrong, and that Trump is a nitwit. I mean, let's. Uh... Oh, by the way, as far as the Twenty Fifth Amendment and impeachment goes, uh, yeah, we're running out of time, but not really. Amber Tamlin, who's a, a well-known actress uh, who I don't normally follow, uh, she put this out the other day. I don't want to hear any excuses about how there's only two weeks left in his term, and we shouldn't bother doing anything at this point. Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation was rushed and pushed through in under a week. Impeach Donald Trump and invoke the 25th Amendment now. That's a very valid point. We got a Supreme Court justice in. I, I mean, the worms hadn't even started on uh, RGB yet. By the way, and I stand corrected, so I, I don't know what the... They're, oh, okay, well, they're 
Arizona GOP to vote on a resolution to censor. Censure her. Okay. So I apologize. I thought for some reason that she got uh, that she got his Senate seat, if at least not no. in, a, uh, no. in a temporary uh, basis. But my my apologies there. No, actually, it's the nutbag that Mark Kelly beat. Uh, That's right. That's right. Okay. She she lost her bid for that for the other seat. And then after after Senator McCain died, she was appointed by by the governor. So she yeah. never actually won an election, but still wound up in the Senate, and she got her her butt kicked by uh, Mark Kelly. We salute you. Yes, absolutely. Well, by the way, I saw a very interesting piece on his wife Gabby Giffords uh, the other day. You know, it's been ten years since that poor woman got shot in the head. Hmm. And she's coming along fine, and she's very funny, very... But she has to work every day, every day. Which which leads me to uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom recipients, Alexandra Naz- Nazarian put this out. Presidential Medal of Freedom recipients. George W. Bush uh, gave the Presidential Medal of Freedom to Nelson Mandela, Julia Child, and Muhammad Ali. Obama gave it to Harvey Milk. Uh, was posthumously, he was a big uh, San Francisco uh, local politician, gay, and he got shot and killed. Tony Morrison, entertainer, and Gloria Steinem. Who is Trump giving the floor, uh, Medal of Freedom to? Rush Limbaugh, Devin Nunes, and Jim Jordan. Mm-hmm. To him, it's a prize if you're loyal to him. That's... Uh, and it's unfortunate. It is very unfortunate. I have one more thing that I'd like to put. Actually, I have two more things. Uh, one I should have started. Started. I meant to start the show with. Um, and this Keith Oberman last night, and uh, you know we like Keith around here. So radio TFI, all Keith all the time. All Keith all the time. This is Oberman versus Trump, and now his tweets belong to the ages. Twitter permanently banning Trump and limiting the POTUS account. Oh, that was fast. It is not snark, however, to say that this may cause him more anguish than losing the election did or facing a second impeachment. And the glee at the thought of all of Trump's hot air and bullshit backing up inside him until he metaphorically explodes is delightful and we should enjoy it. But we should also not let it obscure reality. Reality is that we are moving into day 12 of the most dangerous 13-day stretch since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Reality is that new details are surfacing by the hour, confirming what the Times of India perfectly described as the Ku Klux Klan, spelled C-O-U-P. Security preparations and access to the National Guard were sabotaged by the Trump gang in advance and in real time, and some Capitol Hill and D.C. police clearly collaborated with the terrorists who attempted to overthrow our government. This was a coup. This was a bid to make Donald Trump our dictator, and treating it any less seriously than that invites its recurrence and its perpetrators, still at the top of their adrenaline highs, continue to openly plan an assault on or before the inauguration on the 19th or the 20th, or as another important statement from Twitter itself has indicated, maybe on the 17th. Anybody trying to disrupt the inauguration must be contained by overwhelming government force. This includes the Trump family. 
And this brings us back to the impeachment. There's no real reason to wait until Monday. Trump isn't going to resign this weekend. He would if he were smart, which he's not. There is only an article, one of them, incitement to insurrection, and Senators Murkowski and Romney are likely yes on that. So you only need 14 more Republicans who must save themselves from Trump. Cruz, Hawley, and House Minority Leader McCarthy have already howled in protest, but as has been noted elsewhere, this country should never negotiate with terrorists. This is a national emergency. A demented authoritarian has the nuclear codes. He must be removed from office immediately by any legal means. The nation demands nothing less. Keith Olbermann, everybody. Uh, if you don't follow him. Yeah. And he is spot on with everything. And he does bring up the valid points about getting him, getting Trump removed at any cost. If, if nothing else, you know, uh, get that nuclear football away from him, if nothing else. Well, not only that, but if, if he's impeached and then convicted in the Senate, which, again, the Senate can do. By the way, they can do it even when he's after, out of office. But here's what, what's mo most important. Once they have him convicted, they can then take a secondary vote, which is a strict majority, of uh, to make sure he can never hold public office again or federal office. Which, which is probably more important. And here's what else is important. It also wipes away his $200,000 a year pension and his, his million dollar a year travel expenses that he gets for being a former president. And more importantly... It uh, eliminates his Secret Service protection. See ya. Now, uh, there are thoughts dancing through. When you say that, there are thoughts dance through my head. But I'm gonna... well. He can pay for his own, his own yeah, damn security. Yeah. Remember there everything. Everything here he brought on himself. I'm not saying there's not nutballs out there who want to kill an ex-president. Anyway, there are. It doesn't matter. It just you're breathing. That's that's reason enough. Uh, I want to get. I want to share a story here. Now, this is uh, this is from uh, NBC here. From uh, dum, dum, dum. Uh, I believe this was from yesterday, uh, and this is what we really. And this is what I am afraid of here. And you, you've you've tried to put my mind at ease, saying that there will be unbelievable security. But here's the deal, Ed. We thought we had unbelievable security at the Capitol beforehand we so had we had insufficient security because i believe somebody made sure of that and it's highly possible but who's to say that who's to say that could repeat itself let me get through this real quick go right ahead in the week of wednesday's riot at the capitol trump supporters with extremist views feel emboldened and are vowing to return to Washington for the upcoming inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden on January 20th, using online platforms to rally each other. Many of us will return on January 19th, 2021, carrying our weapons in support of our nation's resolve, to which the world will never forget. We come in numbers that no standing army or police agency can match wrote a popular uh, parlor user who frequently posts about QAnon and is being a, being tracked by the Anti-Defamation League. <laughs> parlor, Telegram chat rooms, and the uh, platform thedonald.win 
were all used to plan and coordinate the January 6th rally, which turned into a riot. Protesters explicitly stated their intentions to occupy the Capitol. QAnon conspiracy theorists and people associated with militia groups had a visible presence in the in Wednesday's crowd. Quoting here, round two on January 20th. This is, this time, no mercy. I don't even care about keeping Trump in power. I care about war, an anonymous person posted on the platform. The Donald win, or dot win, which is filled with comments posted by people who lauded those who rioted on Wednesday as heroes. My friend, we cannot, I'm telling you, we cannot be too prepared. You could put a plastic bubble over the Capitol and you would not be over protecting things here. I I am scared and I'm not trying to be melodramatic here. I am scared shitless about this, Ed. I real I really am. I, I think that um yes, it, it, we don't wanna we don't wanna go uh, climb in some a bunker someplace to swear uh, President-elect Biden in. I mean, I don't, I don't want to go there, but we better we better have unimaginable security to do this. Otherwise, this is going to turn out disastrous. And uh, I, I, I don't, I, I doubt a lot of things, Ed. I don't doubt these people's resolve here. And like like uh, like it said in the story, they are emboldened. They saw how easy this was. And you said, okay, well, maybe there was somebody on the inside that made it that easy. Who's to say? Hey, listen, until until noon, until the point in time where where Biden is sworn in, Trump is still president. That is correct. Uh, by the way, a. You really think it'll be that easy to breach the Capitol again? B, uh, most of these people couldn't get off the fat asses if they wanted to. The other day, notwithstanding. Uh, see, I I go through the scariest thing. I just went through the scariest thing imaginable. John Shannon reading off the cuff without having pre-read it. John Shannon reading live. That's, there's nothing scarier. And, and, and almost, and almost infallibly. Wow, thank you very much. <laughs> well, I wasn't good. reading that, and I just tripped all over that word. Because <laughs> <laughs> you aren't familiar with the word. Uh, let, me, let me get rid of this last little thing I have here. And we're going to take our break, if that's okay, John. Gonna... Oh, uh, by the way, uh, our friend Edward. Uh, I saw that. Uh, uh, hey, keep saying it. For his uh, security. He what? So yeah. Putin can pay for his. Oh yeah. Security. Yeah 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 yeah. All right, let's let's play this. We're gonna, then we're going to go straight into a break, and we're going to come back with football picks. So uh, take us out, John. Well, we're going to go ahead and take what they call a pause for the cause here. Now that I've gotten everything taken care of and I'm going to sit here and listen to two PSAs with you and Ed and everybody else. Uh, But yeah, 
we are going to cleanse the palate a little bit, shift gears just a little bit. But yeah, we will have more on the end on the other side of the uh, picks here. So well, you first, are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Brian, in the last five years, I cannot tell you the number of times Republican elected officials have said to me, I hate him, I can't stand him, he's destroying the country, but if I say anything, he's going to tweet about me and destroy my career, or I'll get a primary. Well, folks, now your excuses are expired. He does not have a Twitter account. The bullhorn is broken. The platform is shattered. He can't strike you down if you say what's in your hearts. I encourage my former Republican friends to step out of the darkness now. You've got that moment. T-F-I. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part. Because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Ladies and gentlemen, the chief hope of our enemies is to divide the United States along racial and religious lines and thereby conquer us. Let's not spread prejudice. A divided America is a weak America. Through our behavior, we encourage the respect of our children and make them better neighbors to all races and religions. Remind them that being good neighbors has helped make our country great and kept her free. Thank you. And now it's two guys who 100% support flag burning, especially if it's one of those Trump 2020 flags. It's John and Ed on the Taxi Stand Hour from Radio TFI. All right. Hey, we're, uh, we are indeed back here now on the Taxi Stand Hour Radio TFI. And by the way, thank you uh, very much there, uh, Chris Murphy. By the way, speaking of Chris, real quickly, I, I want to congratulate him on his new gig now of course i can't think of it i can't uh remember the the station name but he has moved from uh, springfield illinois down to uh a uh, can you actually believe there's some there's a city in uh in illinois called normal but anyways uh he's moved to bloomington normal uh illinois i think that's close to if i'm not mistaken it's close to lexington kentucky if i as uh, as I seem to recall here, but uh, he is doing what he likes to do, and that is basically spinning records uh, for a, a, a radio station. <clears throat> Excuse me. Basically, of of um, it's a format is basically the '80s through uh, current. Uh, I told him I I told him I'd listen once only because I personally think that. From 1980 and beyond is when the music actually died. So, well, <laughs> we, uh, that's we, not sure uh, when you know it. Well, we, we wish him, uh, uh, we wish him the best of luck there. And, uh, I've actually got him to, uh, commit to coming on with us here after he gets settled in. Oh, my. Inauguration a- is over and everything is the dust is all settled and what have you. Uh, so, um, I'm look, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make a quick note. If you just listen to those PSAs, the second one, that's not a poor recording. That's from 1947. That was Jack Benny. Uh, mm-hmm. I came across that PSA uh, some time ago, and it has not gone out of date. 
I, I just if, if anything, it's more prevalent today. It, than, it is uh, more relevant than ever right now, which is why it stays in our PSA rotation. And I felt there was no more apropos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've had our palate cleansed. John, what do you think? Well, let's let's do it. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Oh my goodness. Each week, John, Wildcard, Shannon, and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Not responsible for mailing issues. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion. If you have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. It was certainly an interesting week last week. I don't have last week's uh, games up. Uh, but we both did very well. We, we, we both, I think we got 10, 11, 12 each. Uh, last, uh, last week, week uh, last week was, if for those who aren't familiar, was the week that we picked every game in the uh, in the schedule. Right, and uh, I, I was shooting for ten and six, and I think I might have even. Uh, and I want to apologize because I meant to have those exact numbers here, but with everything that we put that I had to put together last night, that kind of slipped through the cracks. I will tell you this, that the if you're watching on the video now, it shows a score of 42-40 to 40 in my favor. That is incorrect. It was 42-39. Uh, I had one of John's games posted incorrectly, which we'll get into. So, yes, uh, by the way, just to wrap up the regular season, as you all know, or may not know, I picked all the games all year long for my own personal enjoyment. I've been doing this for more years than I care to think about. Uh, I was a little off this year. I, my final uh, my final record was 143 wins and 113 losses for a winning percentage of .559. Uh, it's, usually I'm in about the 580. Uh, I, I, I tapped 600. It was actually a good year. I only had one really bad week where I only got four right. And uh, I, was in, I was in the 10, 11... 10 and 11 uh, correct picks most weeks of the year. So I, I had a very mediocre kind of year. But anyway, so let's move on. So here we are now in the postseason. Yesterday was the wild card. Uh, let's let's take a look at those games, if I can find. There we go. So now you'll notice, if you're watching, John actually had picked Buffalo. I had him picking in Indianapolis. We're going to change that. So we both lost on the Buffalo game because Buffalo just couldn't come up with three extra points. I know, right? Jesus. Uh, the Rams game, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> well, John, John got that. He took the Rams uh, getting three points. I took the Seahawks giving up three points. Boy, oh boy, was I wrong. Jeez, did you watch that game? Did you watch any of the games? 
I watched all the games actually. Yeah, the uh, the Rams quarter. I mean, the get their starter who was hurt had to come in as the backup because mm-hmm. the backup got hurt. The guy who started the game. It just uh, uh, and then finally Tampa Washington. Washington, I tell you what, the kid from Washington, uh, Hinkle, Heinkel, had a good showing. He played. I, I think he did really well. He was really beat up at the end of the game, and uh, and so John took Tampa, giving up eight points. I took Washington, getting eight points. The final score was thirty-one twenty-three, a difference of eight points. So by our long-standing rule. High goes to the runner. We both got a point on this game. We both got a point on this one. So, yeah. so the current score is I have 42, John 39. Let's talk about a little bit about today's. What's coming up today, John? Let's talk about Baltimore, Tennessee. You, uh, you're taking a shot there. Well, you know, I think I gotta, I gotta make a move. And that out of all the games that were on this. Uh, on this track, that looks like the most logical. Uh, yes, uh, Tennessee's the home team. I think that Baltimore, uh, from everything what I've seen, Baltimore's been playing some pretty good ball. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I took uh, Baltimore and uh, going for a 13 and a half uh, minus 13 and a half, and uh, where whereas they're only a three point favorite, and we'll. Uh, I don't. I don't. We'll ent- I don't entirely disagree with that pick. I, I I think Baltimore is more than capable of running up the score. But that being said, Tennessee's no slouch. Hmm. Uh, I'm taking the I'm taking the Titans and getting three points at home, mainly because I have great faith in Ryan Tannehill. I miss Ryan Tannehill. I think we're seeing now. We, we never should have traded him from the Dolphins. I'm happy to have Tua, but Tannehill was just... Uh, and we got, uh, what's his name, Derek Henry and, and for the Titans. And, and I think, yeah, I, I think Titans will uh, squeak one out here. Moving on, moving on. Here's a game we both agree on. Uh, New Orleans versus the Bears. The Bears go into New Orleans. They are, uh, the Saints are 10-point home favorites. Both John and I, John, go ahead. Yes, it's, 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 you know what, I just, I'm not into picking, uh, picking 20-point, uh, uh, wins for either team. <laughs> not, otherwise, that would have been the one I'd have doubled up. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be close. And I understand that the Bears are actually missing some key players. Yeah. Too. I, it's very frustrating to see teams like the Bears. It's at eight and eight, and Washington at seven and nine get in. Meanwhile, my Dolphins at ten and six are watching from the outside. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's conspiracy. Yeah, it's it is. It it's is. rigged. It is rigged. The whole thing is rigged. So, so we're both we're both going with the Saints. By the way, I'm actually looking forward to this. You know, they're also doing the game on Nickelodeon today. More, more centered towards kids. They're going to have a whole separate broadcast team. Uh, complete with slime. Complete with slime. SpongeBob Sports Pants. You know, all, I'm going to be flipping back and forth. 
just to, uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, one of the CBS analysts is going to be on. It, it's, it'll be a hoot. Uh, and uh, finally, the last game of the day, last game of the weekend. Those Cleveland Browns head to Pittsburgh, where the Steelers are a six-point home favorite. John? Well, I, I'm, uh, I'm going with Pittsburgh, uh, minus six points. My heart of hearts wants to see the Brownies win this one. I, you know, I, I, I like the fact that, you know, I like the fact that Bills are, are back in the mix, playoff mix. I would really love to see the Browns go a little bit, uh, go a little ways in the playoffs. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think that Pittsburgh is finally going to take its head out of its ass. And, uh, uh, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to go well for Cleveland, to be honest with you. I, uh, I don't entirely disagree, but, but I do think Baker Mayfield and the boys just have enough in them to cover. I, I, I think it's going to be a lot tighter game. Uh, these aren't your father's Browns. Okay. They, they're actually playing, they're playing well. They're playing very well. Absolutely. They're not playing entirely consistently, but they when they play, when, when they are playing well, I, I mean, it's just... Anyway, I I'm I like my brownies. I've liked the browns all year long. Uh, I actually have, if I can get I to it... What's that? I have a question for you. Yeah. Has Baker, has Baker Mayfield got his feeling back in his hand after... Carrying all those groceries, trying to get inside the state, or it was blocked. One could be an important key there. One would hope so. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I keep, I keep all my stats, all my records on a spreadsheet, and I'm looking at it now. And with my picks, my picks. Now Baltimore, I only picked twice. That's two and zero. Oh. oh wait a minute, I was going for Cleveland. Cleveland, I'm six and six with. But they are seven and nine over the year, over the course of the year. And Pittsburgh was eleven and five against the spread, and the spread, yeah. and I was ten and two with them. And I'm not picking them. I went against the reason I do the season is that I can use all these records and all these numbers I gather for the postseason, and I am ignoring it because my heart goes out to the Brownies. I only wish I had that much time. <laughs> Oh, this is years and years and years of this is this spreadsheet's been done for many, many, many years. All right, Again, ladies. I wish I had that wish much had time. That <laughs> All right, kids and kittens, just to uh, uh, let let let's rock and roll it here. Yesterday, uh, John picked up two points. I picked up one. Uh, today, John. Baltimore, Tennessee. John's going for two, giving up 13 and a half with the Ravens. I'm taking the Titans and getting the three points. Uh, we both agree New Orleans is going to whoop up on the Bears. Uh, we're both giving up 10 points. Who that? That's uh, that's kind of a push for us, but you know, a point is a point, isn't it, John? And finally, exactly. finally, the uh, then their Cleveland Browns visit the the uh, confluence. Of uh, I don't know I don't know if Sign feels at the confluence of the three rivers. Be that as it may, Cleveland is that was three rivers. Anyway, yeah, uh, the Cleveland Browns are bottle. 
the Cleveland Browns are at six-point underdogs in Pittsburgh. I'm taking the Browns. John is with the Steelers. And that, as they say, is that. We will have more games next week. Again, there will be Saturday games. We'll pick them on Friday, and we'll talk about it on Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, uh, that concludes this week's edition of John and Ed versus the Spread. And if you plan on going out there and gambling some real money using our our picks or what we say, John, what do we say about that? Well, I have to I have to dis I have to dispute what you say because let's face it, through the course of the uh, through the course of the season, we've won more picks than we've lost. So you're and saying so, so you're saying people should take their hard earned money and gamble it based on what we say. Well, hey. You, you never know. Sun shines on a dog's ass now and then, so. Well, that goes against years of what we've been saying, but sure, why not? Why not? Appar- exactly. Apparently, John forgot his place in the bit here, but that's okay. Hey, a man can change his mind. A man can change his mind. Look, when, when people start losing money because you said take the uh, Steelers or take. Hey. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. John and Ed versus the spread. I, 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 please don't send your loan sharks here. We had nothing to do with that. I had nothing to do with it. Well, uh, let's take ourselves out of this. This is <laughs> pretty much, pretty much exactly. Uh, well, that was, that was certainly something. So what do you say? I've got uh, I've got a few other headlines here. Some of them related to what we were talking about, and some of them that uh, uh, were not. Uh, let's let's go with a couple of the other related headlines here from uh, the events of uh, Wednesday. Okay. Uh, the the dominoes are definitely uh, falling here. Uh, Mitch McConnell uh, Mitch McConnell reportedly never wants to speak to Trump again after mm. the Capitol riot. Really? So, yeah, uh, according to a report from the Business Insider, I had not heard that. Yeah, uh, here, let me try this verbatim, verbatim read again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. We're good. We're good with the headline. Oh, okay. Jesus, Weiner. <laughs> Man, we just uh, narrowly escaped that one. Jeez. Oh, really? I I got you. I got you. Uh, Trump has said to have told Pence, I don't want to be your friend. After, uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be your friend. (laughs) Can my mommy come take me home? Oh, I I can tell, I I can tell that Pence is broken up about it. Uh, and and you know what? Congrats, you know, whatever. Say what you will about, uh, about uh, Mike Pence, he definitely has had his uh, moments over the last four years. Where, whereas he, he could win the asshole award, I get that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that he is uh, indeed going to uh, be at the inauguration. Uh, unfortunately, someone who's not going to um, be at the inauguration is former President uh, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But then again, the man is 93. He's in there. He's uh, I, you know, it's one of those kind of things you worry. It, it, you kind of worry about things because you haven't heard much uh, 
about Jimmy here of late, which tells me he's probably probably convalescing somewhere and is probably living out uh, living out his you know final couple of years or whatever here. And speaking of which, not a lot. Speaking you of know. which, Tommy Lasorda, we lost. Tommy Lasorda passed away. Dodger Blue, That's, the man bled Dodger uh, Blue. Another man who made it into his nineties. He had a good run. He had a wonderful Nothing run. He yeah, started with the Dodgers when they were in Brooklyn. That's right. That's he, right. I forgot. I'd forgotten about that. He uh, he but. goes way back, way way back, and that was the Dodgers left Brooklyn before I was born, the year before I was born. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's oh. neither here nor there. Exactly. Uh, here's something completely, uh, com- completely different, but you know would probably a pr- be a pretty big news story if it wasn't for the uh, the fact of of what has uh, transpired here this last week. But uh, a woman who falsely accused a black teenager of stealing her phone Ooh, and yeah. attacked them in a New York City hotel was arrested. Thursday at her home in the state of California. Yeah, she was. Maya Ponsetto, 22 years old, was jailed in Ventura County the uh, at the sheriff's office there. It wasn't immediately clear what charges she might face. Uh, how about assault? How about this? If you haven't seen it, go on Twitter and look for the interview she did with Gail King of CBS. Of CBS This Morning. I didn't see that. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. You will see the very embodiment of an entitled brat who wants it all and wants it her her way. She she's twenty two years old as she keeps reminding you, and she uh, she wants to be treated like an Did adult. What's what whatsoever this, and even as much as that, I'm sorry. She don't care. You. Did she, even, did she or did she make excuses for her? Uh, I would just say, her. I will say, watch the interview. Okay? okay, watch it to the very end. Do not stop it early. Continue it because even after the interview with her is over, there's a discussion amongst Gail King and her two co-hosts that is just as relevant. And I, I, I implore you to watch that interview. Because if if at the end of it, you don't want to smack this little bitch. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Because my, my question would have been, why didn't you just dial your number? Well, yeah. Dial your number. Yeah. If his phone rings, oh, then he's got my phone. He's got my phone. And I mean, the, the guy's father, the kid's father, or maybe it was the kid said it. What do you think? Yours is the only iPhone 12 on the planet? Mm. Or words to that effect? There's millions out there. Oh. oh. Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> Watch the video. Go on your Twitter, YouTube, wherever you gotta go. And find this. Find the, Just search Gail King. G-A-Y-L-E King. And uh, watch the interview. I don't want to spoil it because uh, I just we'll talk about it next week 
Watch, John, write it backwards for on your forehead so you don't forget. I'll, I'll try to remember that. No, I want uh, you to write it backwards uh, on your forehead. Okay, I got it. I'll watch the video. I, I swear to God. Please, please, please. I don't know. Anymore, I, I will watch the video. I, I swear I, to you, I, I watch the video. Moving on, I, I have a little a little anniversary. You know, we've been talking about we're coming up on four years of uh, of silliness together. I want to note another another uh, this this uh, tomorrow would actually be. It was eleven years ago today that my pal James came running out of the room shouting, It's a boy, it's a boy, with tears streaming down his face. We never went back to Thailand. Uh okay. I'll say it again. I'm gonna read it again for you, John. It was eleven years ago today that my pal James came running out of the room shouting it's a boy. It's a boy with tears streaming down his face. We never went back to Thailand. You're going to have to explain that one. Oh, I'm afraid. Man. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe it was the delivery. But He I went in know. the room with somebody he thought was a girl. He came running out of the room. It's a boy. It's a boy. We never went back to Thailand. It happened. Oh man! Oh, I've been, you're going for that one. I've been looking forward for days for that to do that, and uh, oh my god, I'm out. I, that's it. That's all I got. All my prepared material. I and, and oh. I was saving that to be the ultimate palate cleanser to get us out of this. And yeah, well. Now, now I get to cleanse my palate from that. I have to go right back to, to to where we were here because when we were just talking about the injustice about the young man who was falsely accused of uh, of stealing the phone. Yes. This brings this brings back something that fortunately is being discussed, but I don't think it's being discussed nearly enough, and that is the fact that in the light of the the uh, riots uh, on Wednesday is the fact that look at look at how little resistance they met. Hell, they were opening up gates. They were opening up the gates for for crying out loud. There's a couple different as ways to look at that. As co- as compared to the uh, recent uh, Black Lives Matter protests. There in the nation's capital, where they had damn near as many police and national guard and, and uh, other uh, law enforcement uh, type people there as they did protesters for crying out loud. Right, and it just it just seems amazing. You got a bunch of you got a bunch of uh, as they call you know the Al Qaeda. I love that, by the way. I thought that was uh, my that favorite. Was fantastic. That's one of my faves. My favorite is gravy seals. Gravy seals. There you go. Um, and no, they, they 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 met little of any resistance. You know, I talked about. It wasn't until they got inside. It wasn't until they got inside the building and actually started 
you know, banging on the doors, almost, you know, getting to the point where they were, you know, could have come in and taken hostages. Did, uh, did finally there was any kind of real response? Wait, wait a and, second. Where, where were you when I talked about this earlier? That there was inside help? Well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that point with you at all. My point is, is that I don't think that it's talked about whether there's inside help or not. Let's just assume for for just a second that there wasn't any inside help, just, just for the sake of an argument. All righty. But yet it seems like anytime there is anybody, whether it's African-American, oh. whether it's... Oh, the, oh, there's oh the point you're getting at. Yeah, sure. There's no question about that. You and you and I can walk into the Capitol building and uh, and climb all over the General Ford statue, and we'll be politely be asked to please not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Me, meanwhile, if if Shaletta's driving by Washington D.C. on I-95, they'll pull her over and mace her because we were climbing all over the uh, General Ford statue. As Shaletta makes, Shaletta says some, uh, mentioned something quite a bit. She can't send her son no to go to Subway. That's right. To walk to Subway because she's afraid. Because they live, uh, they knowing. I, I know. I don't know where she lives. I'm not that big of a creeper, but they uh, live in an RV. I, but uh, but I know the suburb in which they live in, and. Uh, Let's just say that the the number of African Americans that live in that sub suburb in Minnesota are very few. So every time you see an African American, these yahoos have a tendency to take a second look. And all it takes is one time. Uh, the same type of situation where where you have the the, the Karen there that uh, says her her iPhone was stolen. We gotta um, we gotta so find she, another we gotta find another name for that. We're not referring to the Karen that we both know and love. I trust me. I I know I that. Would, I don't. I don't even joke about that anymore. But uh, no. But she has a very. It's a very valid point, and this is a point that needs to be driven home. That we need to start. You know, first off, yeah, the first thing we need to worry about doing. Is protecting this capital from the upcoming right, well, inauguration. Well, very quickly, because we're running out of time here. Keep in mind, what, the picture that was posted a lot on Wednesday was the image during the Black Lives Matter protest of all the uh, uh, National Guard on the Lincoln Memorial protecting a statue. Meantime, uh, you know, heaven forbid the black folks should uh, should walk by. Exactly. All right, well, let's, uh, what do you say we wrap it up here for this uh, uh, dog and pony show for this uh, week? Hey, thanks for listening here to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. We we will be back next week, hopefully with some better news. Until then, for Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya!
listening. Oh, I heard every word you said, honey. Yes. Yes, dear. Oh, I agree. You're right. Yeah, you're always right, baby.